Welcome to Design Lessons, the podcast where we design our teaching days to be fulfilling for us and irresistible to our students. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and instructional design is my superpower. Each episode, we will take actionable steps to create great teaching days. We'll focus on mindset, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking for us and our students. So, whether you're on your commute to school, walking your dog, or doing the dishes, let's start designing. Hey, designers. As we're getting closer to the start of school, I know that we're all looking for ways to build community, whether we're going to be online or in person with our students. So raise your hand if you've ever taken a personality quiz. They're kind of fun, right? You come across them on BuzzFeed or on Facebook, you know, and when I was a teenager, I was always taking those quizzes that you'd find in Seventeen magazine, and they're still everywhere, and they're so irresistible and fun. So also, I was curious, raise your hand if you know your Enneagram number. If you didn't already know, Enneagram is a personality test that is very popular right now. So today, we're going to leverage our love of personality quizzes to build community with our students, and I'm going to take you through the five steps to create a personality quiz that your students are going to love, and even better, it's going to make them feel like they matter and that they belong to your community. So before we get started, I wanted to ask you to do two things. One, share this podcast with at least two educators you know. And the second thing is, I've created an identity quiz guidebook for you that takes you step-by-step through the thought process for creating your quiz. It's about like 16 pages long, and it has all the resources that we're going to talk about today, and it's actually even more detailed than what we're talking going to be able to talk about today on the podcast. And to get it, you just need to go to michelleschmidtmore.com slash podcast slash five, because this is episode five, and to download it. It's free. I created it for you because I knew you were going to want a visual guidebook to take you through this strategy. So go ahead and download it, and uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. So first, We're going to use an identity quiz because they're fun, right? Like that's a great way to start things out and they really pull on our natural curiosity. Even when we see some of the silly ones out there, we can't help ourselves but try them out, right? So they help build community because they give people the feeling of being an individual who is part of a larger community, And so today we're going to look at the role of a common identity in fostering a close-knit community. And I'm going to take you step-by-step in creating a quiz that is tailored to give your students a sense of belonging and community. So before we get to the steps for creating the quiz, let me share with you some reasons why a quiz is a cool way of starting the process of building a community with your students. So if we look at this from a psychological standpoint, when groups have an identity, there's a sense of belonging and you want your students to have a sense that they belong to a community. So for example, take your favorite sports team. 
whether that's your school team or a professional sports team, even though you're not the one playing on the field, you still feel like you're part of that team. You say things like, yeah, we won the game last Saturday, or, you know, we have a bye week this week. Either way, it's true um, for you that you feel like you're on that team. And the same is true when you're building a community. You want your students to know that they belong, that they are an integral part of the team, and that they each have a strength that they're bringing to that team. So once you've created your personality quiz and your students have figured out what strength they're building to the community, you can do activities throughout the year that celebrate each strength. So for instance, you could use the strengths to help kids self-select their groups by letting them know that they're going to need different people with different strengths on their team. And since they're already sort of pre-selected into into those different strengths, then they're able to really seek out um, a variety of people for their group. And we'll talk more about what are some possibilities that, of how you can use the results from the quiz to foster community after we go through the steps of creating your quiz. So let's get started with step one. Step one, you need to define your group. It's almost like you need to give your community a name. So for instance, in design lessons, I start every podcast with, hey, designers, because um, that is the sort of identity that I feel fits us best. So because we are intentionally designing our lives to be balanced and creative and fulfilling, and also because we are intentionally designing experience for students, our group identity is that we are designers. And so I have a um, identity quiz for this community that you can find at michelleschmidtmore.com that really asks you about what's your design superpower. So another example of that is currently, and you may have seen this um, on the interweb somewhere, Adobe has a quiz that's going around that asks you what kind of creative you are. And that's perfect for Adobe because their suite of applications is centered around creating and being creative. So similarly, that's a hard word to say, isn't it? (laughs) You need to define your community identity for, or even really cool would be to with your students, right? Um, But here's some ideas that you could use. So perhaps you teach English and you really want students um, to identify as writers, So your quiz might be about, you know, figuring out what kind of writer are you? Um, If you teach science, perhaps the identity that you want to foster is that of a researcher. So your quiz might be about, you know, what's your research strength? Or um, maybe if you have a kind of a survey science class, you know, are you more of a biologist? Are you more of a physicist? Whatever identity you feel would fit for your course. You can even really get creative. Um, And if you have, for instance, a theme that you have going for the year, maybe you've um, set up the curriculum to look at the role of heroes. So you might have a quiz in which, you know, kids are figuring out what is their dominant heroic quality or what their superpower is. Or let's say you're teaching history and you're looking at different, um, different decades or different centuries and each, each time period has sort of iconic attributes. So, you know, maybe your quiz is, you know, what decade are you or what decade is best for you to live in or what century? 
So as you can see, step one is to decide what your group identity is. Um, and in the guidebook, I included a couple of links to different quizzes. Um, and one of the activities in the guidebook is to look at those quizzes and choose the parts of the quiz that you love. Um, and so you can think of those quizzes as being sort of mentor texts for the quiz that you are going to create. So once you have your group defined, then you're ready to move on to step two, which is creating your avatars. So think of your avatars as um, sort of four different strengths that you're going to associate with your community. It could also be four different perspectives that you're going to associate with your community. So I'm going to continue with the design lessons example. The four different avatars that are possible or that are part of design lessons are you might be a visionary designer, you might be a meticulous designer, you might be a creative designer, or you might also be an empath or um, an empathic designer. So these are avatars that I chose for design lessons because they represent different ways of approaching a design challenge. So you want to think about for your community, what would be sort of four perspectives or four strengths that you would associate with your community, with the identity that you chose for your community. And then you'll be ready to move on to step three. In step three, you're going to develop your descriptions to go with each of these avatars. So in the identity quiz guide, <laughs> I give you four questions to ask yourself in order to develop detailed descriptions, and we won't go into them all here, but basically what you're doing is describing the positive attributes of each of your avatars. So for example, Visionary designers design with the big picture in mind, whereas a meticulous designer really specializes on those details. So both of these are strengths. Both of these are strengths that designers would have. And in fact, these two complement each other. So as you're thinking about your different avatars, you also want to think about how the avatars complement each other. So after you've answered your four questions and you've fleshed out a description for your avatars, those are really basically the results for your quiz. And so we're going to work backwards from there, which takes us on to step four. In step four, you are creating questions that are going to lead you to these descriptions. And so here's the important thing to remember when you're creating questions. The questions do not need to be about the identity of the group. They need to be about the skill set or the strength that you're trying to pinpoint. So, for example, you might have a question about planning a party and the role that a student might play in planning this party. The answer that they choose will point to one of the avatar descriptions. So, if I had this question as part of my design superpower quiz, then a visionary might be someone who came up with the initial theme for the party. But an empath would be probably the person who wants to make sure everyone feels comfortable at the party. So that's kind of how you want to look at developing your questions, being very strategic about that. And then step five is your call to action. You're basically saying, 
what you want your students to do once they have their results, once they know which avatar they align with best. So in a classroom or online, um, there are multiple things that you can do. And this is the one thing I want to sort of emphasize. The call to action, step five, that spans the whole year long. You're going to be asking them to do things and to sift through ideas um, using their avatars, using their identities. Um, so in a classroom at first, maybe, or online, depending on what, where you're, how you're coming back uh, this fall, Students can maybe first meet with students that have the same strength um, that they have, and they can compare commonalities. And this is a great way for them to get to know each other. Um, and if you do this virtually, then this might take place in a breakout room. Um, you might also have them jigsaw then into groups where um, e each person in the group has a different strength and then have them discuss or talk about how they might complement each other. Like the example I gave you of visionaries really complementing, say, meticulous designers. Okay. And so they could create a slide, um, or some other product that really just shows how their strengths work together. Um, and that's really going to help them sort of see the connections about how each of their strengths is different, but it also helps to make their community stronger. So, you know, depending on the age of your students, you might have to help them make these connections. Um, and so uh, you might decide, okay, I'm going to give them different scenarios, and then they can talk about how their strengths might apply to this, these scenarios. So that might help them to do a little bit of application and thinking through, you know, how their strength would shine in different scenarios. And they're going to, and if you're, and when you craft these scenarios, you might have them each sort of celebrate a different strength. So at the end of that activity, each student should feel as though their strength was sort of the star strength in a particular scenario. And so, as I said before, this call to action phase lasts throughout the year. Um, over the course of the year, come back to the strengths, particularly as students are trying new tasks or when they need to form a new group. So this will help them to see the strengths in their differences while also reinforcing that they are part of a community. All right, so in summary, the personality quiz is a fun way for kids to identify their strengths and it's the perfect springboard to collaborative activities throughout the year. So you may be wondering, like, why do I have a quiz associated with design lessons? And one reason is that I really do like that we as a community bring different strengths. And I want to design experiences with you that bring us together and allow us to offer feedback from varied and very different perspectives. So coming up in September, I'm offering a design mini course called Real Connections um, that will be live from September 14th to September 18th. And this experience will transform the way that you think about lesson design. There's going to be daily video and challenges um, that are going to move you closer to designing multiple units that meld creative real-world opportunities for your students with intentional scaffolding for social, emotional, and critical thinking skills. Um, we're going to have some live sessions for coaching and feedback. 
And the ideas that you're going to create during this week are going to be irresistible to your students and really keep them engaged, whether they're right in front of you or whether they're online. And for this beta course, I'm really looking for a small group of educators with different strengths. So I would love to have a mix of visionary, meticulous, creative, and empath, empaths, right? Designers for this experience. And so if you're someone who loves coming up with new ideas and you want to be part of this small, close-knit community um, that's designing innovative ideas for your students, then uh, go to this site, which is michelleschmidtmore.com slash rclive. Um, And you can find out more details there and then add yourself to the list to be notified when registration is open. Again, this is a beta course. Um, I really am looking for a very small group of educators who want to work that week together in coming up with some really innovative and creative ideas and getting feedback feedback from each other. Um, So if you're interested, again, michelleschmidtmore.com slash rclive. Now, speaking of real-world opportunities, next week, we're going to be talking to Erica Terry, and she is author of one of the hacking series books called Hacking Co-Teaching that is slated to be released in 2021. So we're going to be talking about all things co-teaching next week, Um, and she has kind of an interesting metaphor for co-teaching that I think is going to resonate with you. And Erica has many talents. She is also the creator of the um, Edupreneur Success Summit. So if you've been thinking about starting an educational business, a podcast, or creating resources to sell, then you're going to want to attend the summit. Erica has brought together over 20 presenters to talk about courses, finances, social media, podcasts, resources. She's got presenters such as Alyssa McDonald from Teacher Hustle University um, and Dr. Angela Draper from The Virtual Principal and, and many, many more. It's a really good opportunity to network, to learn, and also to gain some inspiration. So I've put a link in the show notes to the summit. So if you're interested in that, of course, our show notes this week are michelleschmidtmore.com slash podcast slash five. Um, And of course, that's where you can find the identity quiz guidebook. So you can go ahead and make your quiz. If you have any questions about the summit, about real world connections, or you're stuck on a design idea, I hang out mostly on Instagram and Facebook. It's at M. Schmidt Moore, or I'd love it if you emailed me at hello at michelleschmidtmore.com. I really would love to talk with you more um, about all of those things. Until next time, designers. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.